This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. They're here. Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be featuring Steve Guttenberg. He's the audio guru over at CNET.com. A little bit later, we'll be hearing from Brian Schaffen of the Mac Observer. So we'll talk about home audio, HD radio, the Vinyl Resurgence, and Apple and more on the Tech Night Out Live. I'd like to welcome a new friend of the show, Steve Guttenberg. He is not the actor. He's the other guy who writes about audio for CNET. And before we started the show, Steve and I were comparing our war stories because I work with CNET very early on. As soon as you were out of there, I, I jumped in. That's right. As soon as I left, they said, get rid of that Steinberg guy and get this guy Guttenberg. Let's get somebody else from Brooklyn. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The thing that interested me in reading your stuff, and I'm a regular reader of your articles because I'm an audio nut, and some people take the word audio out of that, but let's not get into this personally. And that is there was a piece you wrote very recently called Anybody Out There Still Listening to FM Radio? And the reason you wrote that is because evidently they're going to be cutting out FM radio, as of this year, in a European country. Right, Norway. Oh, well, so I can't use my FM radios in Norway if I move there. No, so don't go. Thank you. Move to Brooklyn. Come back. I can't afford the rent. It's the hipster center of the United States, probably the world. You're tempting me. Someone has to give me a raise. Let me call the people at GCN, see if they'll give me a raise. They're paying all their money out to Alex Jones. That's the problem. With, with me on your show, the ratings are going to be so huge. They're going to be just bucket loads of money coming your way. You can move to Brooklyn soon. Count on it. It's funny, just before we get on. I lived in Brownsville, one of the final places I lived at in Brooklyn. And this is when I was maybe 10, 12 years old. That's a long time ago, way before you were born, Steve. Was FM radio around then? It was just the early days of FM, but we had AM radio. But seriously speaking, I looked at the place where I lived, my parents and I and my brother, for several years. A four-family building at 102 Newport Street between Amboy and Hopkinson. And I think that building, it's 50, 60 years ago. The building is still there. It looks like it's been remodeled. And I bet the rentals will be out of sight. <laughs> Probably. But I think rents are expensive everywhere in most places now. Certainly in most cities, let's put it that way. Well, I live outside of Phoenix, and we don't want to get into the rental here. But at least they give me low-grade broadband internet free in this development. So I got something going for me. But I wanted to point out something there, obviously. I go back a long way with FM radio. I assembled 
FM radio kits in the early days when we had kits like Heath Kit and all these other companies and Allied Radio and Lafayette and all that. And now we see this with FM being phased out in Norway. Is it because people are just not listening to FM or what? Well, I can't speak for Norway. Well, in Norway and in Europe, they use a a digital system called DAB. I forget what that stands for. I think they just wanted the bandwidth and to use it for something else. But the response to my article, which currently has 109 comments, is uh, FM's not going away in the United States because people listen in their cars. I mean, I, I'm a city guy. I, when I, I was speaking about it from my own personal point of view, which is that people don't listen to FM at home, mostly, you know, it's mostly a car thing. And uh, it, I, I also made mention in this article that it's been the last time I reviewed an FM tuner was in, was in 2008. That's a long time. And that category is pretty much dead. Other than receivers, uh, which are it's a funny product category now, calling them receivers because most people don't use them as receivers. They use them as amplifiers. But FM radio for, at home is kind of dead. But FM in car seems to be very healthy because it's free. That's a good reason. What about AM radio? Does anybody uh, even know about AM radio? And the reason I mentioned this, understand I have a big self-interest in this, Steve. The self-interest being that I do a radio show carried on AM and FM radios around the United States. I mean, we are heard online. We're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, TuneIn, all those places. But we still have the old-fashioned radio stations. Does anyone listen to those things? I mean, I was the kid who ran around with the portable AM radio, so understand how old I am. No, me too. Everybody, everybody did of a certain age, at least. Well, as I did, I think in cars it's pretty healthy in the U.S., so um, I think you're safe. I think, I think the tech's going to keep you know clearing. It'll be all right. AM radio, I guess it's similar as FM in terms of its future in the U.S., at least. We're an island, you know, in the world. It's a lot of things that happen here don't happen in other places. But uh, it's a big country, and uh, FM has reach. I mean, AM has reach, so um, it's not going anywhere. Well, that's good to know. But what about this digital version, speaking of digital radio, HD radio? And that was developed, as uh, I recall, by a company called Ubiquity, which is now HD radio. I think it's still ubiquity. But, you know, I, uh, sure. I think that's an amazing secret that there's so many stations that are broadcasting in HD radio, but they don't say it, so no one would really know. So it's an incredibly well-kept secret that presumably they spent money to broadcast in HD radio, but they don't tell anybody that they do. It baffles me <laughs> that how and why it exists, but, but it does. We should point out here, HD radio makes AM radio sound... Not quite FM-like, but, you know, a lot better than normal AM radio. And, Absolutely. And HD radio on FM supposedly sounds very close to a CD. Maybe not, but it certainly is distinctively better. And lots of cars have HD radio. Right. They, the cars have them. The radio stations are broadcasting in them. But if you don't know it exists, it's like the tree falling in the forest, right? If it's broadcasting in HD and you have an HD radio, but you don't know it, it doesn't do you much good. So we have here, for example, if you have the HD radio in the car, and I do, you tune to the station. It takes maybe five, six seconds to switch. You'll see a little HD icon. Now, 
some of these HD stations, I think it's only on FM. I'm not sure if AM allows the, right, this on, technology. On FM, on you could multicast. You can present right. more than one station on the same vein and just toggle back between, what, two or three different stations? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And nobody knows that, or very few. Who's out there listening to those, for lack of a better word, substations of that station? Um, Baffle, I don't know. I'm totally uh, in the dark, and uh, I don't don't understand. I mean, I tried to do stories on HD radio years ago when it was more of a happening thing, and no one cared. No one cared. Crickets, as they say. There were were crickets. A lot of silence. Now, I understand with... FM radio is only a slight difference. I mean, I can hear the difference distinctively, but it's not a big, huge difference. But with AM radio, it's immense. I mean, AM radio is notorious for distortion or kind of a static or just general noise surrounding the signal. But all that disappears with HD. It's true. Absolutely. Um, but the, but the, but the thing is that most AM radio is talk and not music. So the the advantages of of uh, HD for AM are, are sort of lost. Really, it's, a, it's almost like a non-event. What is not a non-event, listeners, is that we have a few announcements coming up. We're talking to Steve Guttenberg, who writes for audio material for CNET. And we're talking about, well, we start with FM radio, where it might go, at least in Europe and Norway. And now we're into HD radio, which is a secret still. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. (laughs) Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Will the government protect your family from Iran and North Korea's newest weapon, EMP? We buy guns to protect ourselves. Home, health, and car insurance for accidents. Maybe you also have food storage. But how would you keep your refrigerator running in a long-term EMP blackout? Using tested military designs, the Solark EMP-hardened solar generator protects and powers your critical appliances for years without burying items underground or wrapping them in aluminum foil. Unlike other preps, Solark is used every day to 
help offset your electric bill automatically. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to learn how easily expandable the system is. Solark is the most affordable and powerful solution on the market. The whole system even fits in the back of a pickup or SUV and can install in less than an hour. See for yourself why Solark beats other off-grid systems at PortableSolarLLC.com. Don't wait for the government. Go to PortableSolarLLC.com to learn why Solark is energy insurance for your family. We use cell phones against our heads every day. But now a landmark U.S. government study confirms increased health risks from exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The time to protect yourself is now. The solution is Defender Shield. Proudly made in the USA, Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation emitted from cell phones, tablets, and laptops. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. Use discount code DEFENDER for 10% off. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in EMF radiation protection. For P150, P150 GA, P150 NY, P150 OK, P150 TN, C250 A, C250 E, C250 Q. Not available in all states. If New York or Colorado, call for a similar offer. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $100, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, call Physicians Mutual Insurance Company, 1-800-656-4686. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired. There are no networks, so you can choose any dentist you'd like. Call now for a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-656-4686. That's 1-800-656-4686. 1-800-656-4686. As a doctor, I see patients every day who are losing their vision to age-related macular degeneration, also known as AMD. If you have blurry vision or blind spots, they can be symptoms of AMD, and if untreated, could lead to blindness. The good news? AMD can be managed with effective clinically approved treatments that may reverse some vision loss. For free AMD information, contact the Foundation Fighting Blindness at 1-800-BLINDNESS. That's 1-800-BLINDNESS. There is a cure in sight. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. So we persist here with Steve Guttenberg of CNET, and we're talking about HD radio, which nobody mentions. I mean, if you look at the specs of the car, you're going to see HD in the car radio. They're going to tell you that. You have satellite radio, maybe. You have AM, FM, HD. And HD is not something you need to switch on. I mean, there is probably a setting in the car to turn it on and off. But usually it's turned on, right? I guess. I hope. (laughs) Because nobody will ever turn on. Yeah, yeah, right. I hope it gets a wider audience. I hope more people become involved in it, thanks to your radio show. You know, some people out there listening to us, about blabbing on about it, that they'll say, well, let me, let me check that out. And, you know, and a little, little light bulb will go off above their head saying, wow, this is nice. <laughs> That'll be good. We've had people from 
the HD radio organization on the show like years ago. I'm still in touch with somebody over there. So I keep abreast of it. And as I said, my son, when he was going to college, wrote an article on HD radio. This is probably 2006, 2007 for a business newspaper near Phoenix, Arizona. I don't know if anybody read the darn thing, but he got paid for it. Well, that's all that matters, really. But, Gene, I want to ask you a question. Do you think it would be, uh, why is it that stations broadcasting in HD radio don't announce it? Broadcasting in HD radio. <laughs> and then people might wonder what that might be. Well, but you know, I, I would hope that some of the station program that. directors with whom I'm in touch occasionally and how our show is doing will respond to that. Certainly, they're making an investment. They have to install something on their transmitter. And was that costing fifty or a hundred thousand dollars or something to put one of those things on? Yeah, well, I think the, the makes the investment potentially worthwhile is that they have more channels to sell more ads on, etc. And that's why they would do it. But if people aren't listening to those other channels, I don't know what it, what that does. But I don't know. I should interview some radio executives about that very question. Is there anybody out there? Hello, like, listeners. Are here. you aware, <laughs> listeners? That there is such a thing as HD radio and many new cars. Not We're not talking about the expensive stuff. We're not talking about a Tesla or a Mercedes or something. We're talking about a Hyundai, a Kia, a Volkswagen. They still make Volkswagens. They're doing better in this country now. These cars have HD. There's no special thing to do. It's usually on by default. When you turn on the AM or FM band, if HD is available and they can pick up the carrier signal, it switches to it. Now, that's interesting, too. I read an article from Consumer Reports, not my favorite publication for reviews. And, you know, you work for CNET. You've got your own review techniques. And they made a big deal the fact that with HD radio, sometimes it kicks out of the HD and goes back to regular reception, to the regular band, when the signal right. isn't strong enough. Yes, it does. Be even a larger problem in a car, since the car is moving relative to the to the uh, transmitter. But is that a big deal to be concerned about? I mean, it happens. But if you're living in or near a fairly major city, it shouldn't be a big issue. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It does. In, in I'm in Brooklyn. That's a big city. And when I was regularly listening to HD radio, it would go in and out all the time. And I wasn't moving. I was standing, and I was standing perfectly still, and so was my antenna. And it would go in and out. So, um, of course, but a lot of the transmission towers for stations in New York City or in New Jersey. (laughs) Oh well, New Jersey might be. It's New Jersey's problem, really. You see, anytime something goes wrong in New York City, it's those people in New Jersey that did it. Understand that. Maybe Governor Christie was near the transmitter, and he was deflecting some of the signal. Oh, boom. Right. <laughs> I agree with you. They should make a better effort to push it. And maybe that is the problem, though, is that there are limitations to the signal. When you get in the fringes, you don't get it. But at least the point is here is I don't know what surveys these stations have done. I don't know if a station gets a larger audience because it has HD, even though this is kind of a passive phenomenon because you're doing nothing for it. It's either there or it isn't. But the thing that disappointed me is that I'd like to have a decent HD radio for my home office. 
And it's really hard to find them. There are only a handful out there. Yeah, it's interesting. And I don't know about any companies making receivers that have HD radio. I don't, I don't, I'm not really looking for it. Again, it's the thing I'm not looking for it. So they might be there, but I'm not noticing it if it's there. But next time I review a receiver, I'll, I'll look. Maybe it's been there all along, waiting <laughs> for someone to find it. I'm looking at Amazon. I just brought it up. And all I asked for here was a receiver with HD radio, and they gave me car receivers, first of all. Mm, that's, that's telling. That's telling, very telling. They gave me car receivers. That's the first thing. They then showed me a handful of HD receivers, you know, desk receivers, table receivers, portable. There's something here called the Spark HD Radio SHDTX2 which is a portable radio that sells for, I don't know, $50, $60. I don't know how good it is. But there aren't very many. If you go to the HD radio site, and let's do that now. Let's do some really good research here. Let's go to the HD radio site and see if we could find anything that they recommend, because sometimes they list radios. So we're going to go to HD radio site, and there's an option here called Get a Radio at HDRadio.com. And we're going to look at the various categories. And I clicked Home Radios. Okay. Home Radio. Oh, a Yamaha. Marantz. Ankyo. Oh. Denon. There are receivers with HD radio. Macintosh. Not the computer. You know, the high-end audio brand, folks. It's still around. So, yes, there are, man. Well, there we go. So... Open the floodgates. Right, but tell us about it. It's really a best-kept secret. So it's HD radio, which you may or may not have in your car, and it's not something you're really going to be able to add. For the home, maybe the receiver you have has HD radio, and you never noticed. But this is kind of terrible that we have a time here where more and more people are listening to radio online. They're listening to satellite radio in the car. And we've got HD radio, which is, I guess, an intermediate in terms of quality, and it's the best-kept secret. They're keeping it in Area 51 with the wreckage from Roswell. I solved your problem for you. Do you really think, though, that AM and FM radio are just going to be on continuing indefinitely? Uh, they will until there's another free option. Well, free to the, you know, the user. And when, when somehow, like a satellite radio or, or um, you could be streaming the Internet to your car for free, uh, when that becomes more widespread, I would say the feature of AM and FM would be kind of shaky. But uh, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. So. What is going to happen is these announcements, more to come with Steve Guttenberg of CNET. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. For listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We're all looking for safe, effective, and all-natural remedies for ourselves and our family. The solution is Simplex. Simplex oils provide natural anti-inflammatory and pain relief, antioxidant and nerve protection, and is an amazing topical acne removal and skincare supplement. Natural healing at a very affordable price. Find out more about our non-psychoactive CBD oil products. 
Go to SimplexSpecials.com. That's SimplexSpecials.com. Have you ever wanted a shortcut to getting the underground secrets to making money online and seriously grow your business? Whether it's a new business, a part-time income, or an existing business, you have this incredible limited offer to get a copy of this Amazon best-selling book on dot-com success for free. Uncover the success factors to make your business ignite. Go to secretsignite.com. That's secretsignite.com. Get your free copy now. Go to secretsignite.com. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich, working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare, having someone else raise your children? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. At Be The Boss Network, you'll find hundreds of work-from-home opportunities that you can literally start today and be earning money as soon as next week. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss. Get out of the rat race. Work from home. Go to freedom106.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number 106.com. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom106.com. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-340-5528. That's 800-340-5528. Again, 800-340-5528. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-615-7709. That's 800-615-7709. Live with Gene Steinberg. It's the Tech Night Owl. Because you never know what's going to happen next.
continue with Steve Guttenberg of CNET, and we were talking about FM radio because in Norway it's gone away. We're talking about HD radio, which you listeners in the U.S. can have now. If you have a car radio that has it, maybe you get a third-party car radio, that sort of thing. I don't really don't do car audio at all. So I, I barely ever ride in cars, much less drive them. So I don't, I don't have much to say. I'm sorry, Jane. That's okay. You take public transportation. You're in New York. Yeah, I'm a New Yorker. We, we uh, <laughs> like, I ride in a $10 million uh, subway car. You know, I, I ride in luxury. Well, now you have the Second Avenue subway. Finally, after what a hundred years. Yes, and I've been there, and it's fantastic. It's big and bright and shiny, and, uh, well, it was when I was there like a couple of days ago. And it's pretty amazing. It's very nice. It's also very far underground. You know, the subway is not equally uh, that far down under the ground, but that one is. You have to take an elevator to get down there. So, of course, if you have the monsters underground, like you have in those sci-fi movies, you have the monsters, they're always in caves and everything. The Second Avenue subway, that's where you'll see them. Yeah, they were probably lurking, waiting all this time. And now it's open. They'll be pouncing on uh, riders daily. Right now, some screenwriter in Hollywood, probably many, are writing that script where they'll destroy. They're listening. listening. That's right. They're listening to your show, and they get all their ideas. So, you know, I want to move back to uh, home audio and uh, listening to music. Sure. I want to I put it in, in some kind of context, you know. The human race has existed for, I don't know, a few hundred thousand years, right? And at some point, they started to have musical instruments and bang on things and strum on things and blow through things and make music, right? And this, this went on from way back when to about a hundred years ago, right, where... All music was live. All music was played either by yourself or sitting next to somebody or near somebody who was playing music. And then along comes Thomas Edison and recorded music, and people could hear other people play without lifting a finger. But even in, even after that, you know, even after Edison invented the turntable or the phonograph, you know, people tended to play music at home or play some instrument or sing around the fireplace or something, right, or play piano. But then over time, fewer and fewer people played, and they started listening to more and more recorded music and less and less live music. And the thing is, they started to take music for granted. It took so little effort, where before you had to learn how to play or sing reasonably well, now you just you know, put a record on a platter and played a record. But then that became too hard, too much effort to get up and play a record. Oh, my God, walk back, pick out another record, put the needle in the groove. That's laborious. I need a CD that can play for an hour and 16 minutes. And then they had to have changers that make it longer, and then there were MP3s. And now we're in the age of streaming. You don't even have to think about what you're going to play. You just put it on your phone or your tablet or whatever and stroke your finger over the screen and music plays continuously forever. And that's a beautiful thing, except for one little problem. No one listens to it anymore. It's just sort of there in the background. Is that why so much new music sounds like background music? It doesn't draw your attention to it. Some, yeah. 
But I mean, a lot of it doesn't sound like it's made by human beings anymore, even when presumably it was made by human beings at some point. I mean, for this particular recording, because it's gone through so many machines and processes and debugging and fine-tuning and auto-tuning and stuff that there's not much humanity left in it. Maybe you're referring to that, Gene, that it's just sort of so perfect that it doesn't sound like human beings created that music in the first place, which I think is maybe disorienting to humans listening to it, and they kind of tune it out. And they're shopping or chopping or vacuuming or frying eggs or working or exercising. And the music is just sort of there droning on in the background, and that's fine. Well, you see, this but. is possibly, when I guess we're falling into this, why to some the vinyl era and the so-called vinyl resurgence may be significant. Forgetting any sonic considerations, the thing about vinyl is you have to actively become a part of playing the music. You can't just turn on something and walk away. You have to physically get that record out of the sleeve and maybe you have to clean it and you have to stick it on the turntable or the record player and you have to stick the needle on the groove. It's an active piece of participation. I think you're looking at my my notes here for, for this interview. Exactly. So even whether or not it sounds better or not, you have to actively be involved in playing records. Because you are, because you've invested so much doing all that work of playing a record, you're way more likely to actually listen to it. Not 100% of the time, but some of the time you're going to sit in your couch or your chair or whatever and listen to a record without multitasking. And that's a huge difference. That's a huge thing. Once people are actually listening to music without just having it on then they might care more about the music. They may care more about what the music sounds like. They may think, you know, these speakers are okay, but maybe I should get better speakers because they're actually paying attention. And then everything else is possible. But if you've never done it, and I've suggested to people many, many times, they try listening to one song, one song, not like an album, not like 62 minutes of music, one song, five minutes of their life. Listen to one song without doing something else, and see if that music reaches you in a different way. Maybe it will, maybe it won't, but it could be worth your your time. And if it does, who knows, you might want to do it again, and again, and again, and again. That's possible. Now, as we're looking here, and we're talking about vinyl, Mm -hmm. I went on to the Sam's Club website, because I noticed this at one of the stores in Gilbert, Arizona. They're selling what they call a seven-in-one nostalgic record player, which also includes Bluetooth and digital CD encoding. But it includes a cassette player, an Uh, AM-FM radio with rotary tuner. You ready for this? But no HD radio. No HD radio, but... And forget about it, as they say in Brooklyn. And they've got a three-speed turntable. Uh, To play those 78s. They're coming back. They're definitely coming back. Okay. So therefore, with the 78, you had to stick the needle on the record, and you got three minutes at most. And you know what? It actually was a needle. So that sure was. was clearly cutting edge. Play 78s. Well, I have a better idea. There's a turntable made by a company called Audio Technica, proud Japanese company. It's existed for many, many, many decades. They make turntables. They don't play 78s as far as I know. But I reviewed one called the LP60 that goes for the, for the wonderful price of $99 on Amazon. 
And it's a really nice, very inexpensive turntable. It looks nice. I have a picture of it right now. It looks expensive. Um, yeah. It has a metal platter. It is, as we used to say in the olden days, fully automatic, meaning after you put the record on the, on the platter, you hit a button, and the motor starts turning, the arm goes over, drops in the leading groove. At the end of the record, the arm gets up, returns itself automatically to its armrest. So for people who aren't used to doing all that extra work, it, it makes it a little easier to get used to playing records. But seriously, it's a really nice, nicely made for $99 turntable. It has a built-in phono preamplifier, which is something you need to play records. Not all turntables have that, but this one does. So you can play it through a boom box or through desktop speakers or actual, you know, real hi-fi speakers. It's a, it's a really nice, well-considered turntable, and uh, I have a review of it on my blog, which is, the, it, which is called The Audiophiliac which is on CNET.com, and you can Google that and read my review. Actually, there's more than one, one review. I liked it so much, I reviewed it twice. Let's get to more of this. Real turntables that you can buy, and they're not expensive to buy either. Steve Guttenberg joins Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night How Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson, Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with Principal Office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest-priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. 
At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Ben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. So I'm looking here at the website, and it's not just, you know, at Amazon or anything else. I see here Guitar Center. You go to a guitar center, you physically pick one up. I have a guitar center maybe, you know, 15 minutes from here. And you can buy one for $99. There you go. And Crutchfield has a USB turntable. And this is interesting. This is $300. That's another possibility here, USB, but they can be expensive, right? Well, they're inexpensive USB turntables, but I caution against USB turntables. The idea of a USB turntable is that you could play it through your computer. You could make files from your songs that are on LPs and stuff, and that's might at first blush seem like a good idea. But I think let records be records. Just listen to vinyl in its natural, all-analog state, especially if it's an old record, and, and just listen to it that way. If you want to listen to USB, if you want to listen to files and stuff, just play your MP3s or play um, Spotify or Pandora or something and listen to digital music. But if you if you going through the work of playing records, listen to them as nature intended. As nature intended. I like that. That's why I kind of like those portable players because in my office, my main speaker system right now, and it's because I ran into a voltage problem here where I had some Bose computer speakers. And what happened here is that when I run my laser printer and I run the speakers at the same time, it kicks the circuit breaker. The heck with this, I found a USB-based subwoofer that connects to my iMac. So I get 
you know, 70% of the sound I could have otherwise gotten, which is no big deal. It's not as good, but that's my sacrifice here. So that's why I looked. I, oh, I can have a turntable right here. But if I'm going to do that, I want to move the audio to my computer. Not because I want to record the records. It's because I want to have some quick way of playing it without an external device. That's all. I'm being convenient, I say. Yeah, and practical. Right, I want to be practical. But the point being here is that more and more companies are making vinyl recordings. They make a vinyl record of a new pop recording. Does that encourage the artists to do anything differently, though? Because remember now, a lot of music is passive. It's just playing in the background. It's like Muzak. You're not paying attention. But as soon as you get that turntable, your eyes are on the music. And it's one thing to play performances that were made when vinyl was in vogue, before the CD arrived. That's one thing. But now if you have a 21st century artist doing a vinyl version, do they have to do something differently? Not, we're talking about mixing, but just in the performance. No, I, I, I wouldn't think so. But, you know, the thing is, I, I've read literally countless articles about vinyl's comeback. I mean, this has been going on a really long time, and I hate to break it to your to your listeners, but they never stop making vinyl records. They never stop making turntables. They never stop making phono cartridges. Never has that production ceased, not for a nanosecond. But what's new, what actually is, well, not so new, but what's been going on for uh, maybe 10 years, maybe seven or eight years, is the difference is, is that now young bands, not the Beatles, not John Coltrane, they're dead people, Living young bands are very enthusiastic about putting out their music on LP for a number of reasons, starting with money, as in they make money when you buy their LP or their record company does. When you play their songs on Spotify or Pandora, they make nano pennies. They make a tiny fraction of a cent for your listening to their music. But when you buy their record, they make dollars, actual dollars, for buying vinyl. So they love vinyl. Now, it's not sell- nobody's selling millions of vinyl records. They're selling thousands of them or tens of thousands of them for a given title. But that is meaningful in this market where nobody buys <laughs> music. Nobody's, fewer and fewer people are buying CDs. So vinyl is the one physical media source which is in its ascendancy and is making more and more money for musicians, labels, and artists. And that's a really beautiful thing. As a matter of fact, Jack White from this band, The White Stripes, he put out a record, I think, in 2015, or it may have been early 2016, that sold something like 90,000 copies in one week, the vinyl record did, which made it the best-selling, it was the best-selling album of that week in the Billboard 100, it outsold the digital albums of that one week. It was the best-selling vinyl album in like 20 years. And he's not dead. Jack White is a living artist. So yes, the Beatles continue to sell LPs, and so does John Coltrane and the Rolling Stones. But living artists are making vinyl records because people are buying them. And that's a big change. That was not happening 20 years ago or 15 years ago. This is, this is newer than that. Did you ever review the TIAC USB turntables? No, 
I, I don't really review U.S. materials. I have on religious grounds. I, okay, I, no, I understand I, that. I'm just noticing one. There's one at B and H, TAC TN100 in different colors, 113.99. Three speeds. Well, there you go. It plays 78. It plays 78. I don't know how good it is. Okay. Uh huh. Well, maybe uh, maybe you should review it. You know, I think I'm going to write TIAC and see. Because TIAC, of course, is an old name in audio. But we thought of mm-hmm. TIAC as mostly recording equipment, magnetic tape, that kind of thing. Right, you, know, right. you get a TIAC mixer, for example, if you want to set up a small home studio. But the point is here is that there's a market for this stuff now. Now, do you think vinyl is just going to be as it is now, this subset of the audio business or what? I think it's going to remain a niche, but the, but the thing that's exciting about it is that it's not old people uh, like me who are buying turntable, uh, buying their first turntable. It's young people, which I would define as let's say define as anybody under thirty or thirty five, and once they start listening, as opposed to having music on as background, other things happen. They 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 listen to music more, they enjoy it more, they buy better speakers and amplifiers. And it becomes that much more important to them. I mean, that being the music. So that's all important. Will millions of people be lining up to buy turntables anytime soon? I, I don't think so. I like it, but I don't think that's going to happen. But I think, it's, I think it's an important subcategory. It's interesting that there's this company in Detroit called Shinola. Have you heard about them? I've heard the name. Okay. So Shinola started, I think, in 2008 as they wanted to bring manufacturing back to Detroit, and they started making, of all things, not cars, but watches. Actually, made-in-America mechanical watches. And that did reasonably well, so then they started making bicycles. They made bicycles in America, and then they made handbags. And their newest category of product is turntables. So now they're making turntables, a very expensive $2,500 turntable in Detroit called the Runwell, which is a beautiful, incredibly beautiful turntable. Just It's kind of retro looking, but modern looking. It's incredibly well made. And they're, they're, they, they intend to do more audio products. They're going to do speakers soon. They're going to make a phone, uh, their own phono cartridge for that turntable pretty soon. So there's a lot of American companies, not only based in America, but actually making audio products in America. A company in Brooklyn actually called Grado Labs and has been here since 1953, and they make headphones and phono cartridges in Brooklyn, in Sunnyside, Brooklyn. And I've been to their factory. It's incredibly old school. There aren't any computers or robots pumping out headphones or phono cartridges. It's actual human beings making stuff in Brooklyn. Let me tell you something, Steve, about Grado. The last turntable I owned had a Grado cartridge on it. This is something sold off in the 80s or 90s. I currently have a Grado SR225 headphone, which is a great headphone. It's a wonderful product. Enjoying the sound of Grado. And by the way, I, I interviewed the, the owner of Grado Labs, whose name is John Grado, and I said to him, what was the year that you sold the least amount of phono cartridges since you've been in business since 1953? And he said, the, number, the year was 1991. 
that was the lowest, that was the, the bottom. And every single year since 1991, he sells more and more phono cartridges. Once again, proof positive that vinyl is not dead. Well, you've tempted me. I'm looking for a press contact at the TX site to look at one of their USB turntables because I'm lazy. Or that's one of the things. You inspired me. we got more to come with Steve Guttenberg. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. This is Dan Pillard. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Why be held hostage by your wireless carrier for two years? What if there were no contracts, no activation fees, no tracking, tracing, or draconian gimmicks? All on America's largest 4G LTE networks. Introducing PixWireless.com. Activate your Sprint, AT&T, and unlock GSM phones instantly. Bring your own device and make the switch today. Here's how. Call or click 1-800-205-9513 or PixWireless.com. Spell P-I-X. PixWireless.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Before we spend our final two segments with Steve Guttenberg, I want to mention that we have a special feature of the show. If you really want to support the Tech Night Owl Live... We'd like you to join up with Tech Night Owl Plus. Go to plus.technightowl.com or technightowl.com slash plus. You know, take your piece there and subscribe because we offer a commercial free version of this show and we offer better quality audio. And when you get an audio person like Steve Guttenberg on his analog telephone right now, I bet it's an analog telephone. He sounds just great. Tell me it's an analog phone. I'm sure it isn't, but tell me it is. No, it's not. It's not. Sorry. It does have tubes in it, though. But it's not analog. No, I'm just kidding. 
that's another resurgence tubes okay and the reason i mentioned this is two or three years ago i interviewed an old friend of mine i'm sure you know him bob carver i do yes everybody knows bob carver so bob of course in the early days he'd make his solid state amplifiers tube-like in terms of the sound he'd manipulate the audio or sonic signature and now he sells high-end tube amplifiers costing four thousand dollars and above but the other day i would remember this because i was replacing a hard drive on one of my imacs and i went to a third-party dealer that handles apple and they had computer speakers powered by a tube amplifier i was tempted (laughs) wow so what is this thing here? What about? Is that also a resurgence of some sort, or is it just something, a toy for people who have the money? Well, again, like the whole vinyl story, tubes never went away. I just, I was just at a place in Brooklyn called Retrofret, which is a guitar shop that they repair and sell vintage uh, guitars. And they also sell guitar amplifiers, and they proudly stated that they only sell tube guitar amplifiers. Most serious musicians use tube amplifiers, not for their for their uh, you know their instruments. I'm not saying exclusively. I don't want any angry letters, but I'm just saying the serious guys still use tube amplifiers for guitars. Absolutely, positively. And audiophiles have never given up on their romance with tube amplifiers. Macintosh. Not the computer company, as you said, but Macintosh, based in Binghamton, New York, where they've always been and have not moving to Japan or China or any other place. They still make them in Binghamton, and uh, they make tube amplifiers still because people like them and buy them. <laughs> so it's, it's not going away. And by the way, I know you said not to say any bad words, so I have to say this quickly. So there's this company in California making tube amplifiers, and their their name is S-C-H-I-I-T, and they make a very inexpensive, well, tube headphone amplifiers starting at, I think, $129. And these, these amplifiers are not just uh, assembled in California. They actually use mostly American parts in them. They make more expensive to preamplifiers and stuff, but all of them are well under $1,000. Most of them are closer to $500, and they're made with real integrity. And this company just tries to make great stuff in the U.S. with U.S. parts, and it's like um, not cookie-cutter design. It's not something that looks like it came out of uh, you know a, a robot factory. It's made by real people. And it sounds really good. So I strongly, strongly recommend your, your readers, I'm sorry, uh, your listeners to check out their website, S-C-H-I-I-T. If you want to, for example, get a tube receiver, do they have such an animal or is it all separates? Not receivers, but tube integrated amplifiers, certainly. Um, they, they're not... Uh, Free. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of any of the, There's a company that's actually just changing their name called Jolita, J-O-L-I-D-A, and they're becoming another company. But they make tube integrated amplifiers. Basically, an integrated amplifier means a receiver without a tuner, so an all-in-one amplifier. And they start around 
four or five hundred dollars. Those are made in China, but they're really nice, and uh, that's that's where it would start. So tube amplifiers starting drive uh, speakers for around five hundred dollars and up. Now, when we get something like that, are there downsides? There, I assume the one downside is the fact that you've got to replace those tubes every few years, right? Right, that's true. That's why uh, once tubes could be replaced with transistor gear, there was a big rush starting in the seven in the seventies to stop making tube stuff because tubes, yes, tubes wear out. Um, tubes run hotter than solid state gear does. They tend to be bigger. Uh, all of those things are true. But the beauty of tube amplifiers is, are you ready? Drum roll. The sound comes from the tubes. So when you change the tubes to a different type of tube or brand of tube, you get a new sound. can't do that with your uh, Sony receiver. It is what it is. But with tube amplifiers, the sound is the tube, and you change the tube, you get a new sound. Again, which is why musicians like tube amplifiers, because they can change their sound by changing the tubes. Okay, so the point being here is that the tube is not giving you lossless sound. It's not. It's changing the sound in a way that people find pleasant. And if you change the tubes, right. you might change the sound. But how do you pick the tubes that are going to do what you want? Is this just making a guess or reading reviews or what? Well, you could. You could depending on the on the kind of amplifiers, you could check check with the manufacturer. You could look around on the uh, internet, as they say. Uh, you could go on message boards. Everybody's got opinions, and they all. You could read about what people think of different tubes. And tubes of various types tend to be inexpensive, meaning twenty dollars or less. So. You know, you spring for a couple of tubes, not going to kill you, and you'll and you'll wind up with a new sound. Or if you like the sound you have, you buy the same tube that you've been using. But this thing about tubes wearing out, usually we're talking about thousands of hours of use. So if you listen two or three hours a day, that's many years before you'd be changing the tube. So it's not it's not a reason not to buy a tube amplifier because it's going to be changing tubes every couple of weeks. It it doesn't work like that. It's years could be many years okay not to attack a friend who makes tube amplifiers that cost thousands of dollars is there much of an advantage in paying ten thousand rather than one thousand for a tube amplifier other than power delivery is there an advantage well um I don't know. It's partially you get what you pay for sort of idea. They're better made. They're prettier. They do sound better to, let's say, the discerning ear, meaning anybody who actually is listening as opposed to having music on when they're doing other things, as I said many times before in this interview. So it depends on, on, on how much you care. You know, one of the things that's, that I think is really interesting about quality audio is that if you've never really experienced it, you literally do not know what you're missing. Now, I'm not ever going to claim that if you heard an amazing system, that the heavens would part, you'd see God and all that kind of stuff. That's not going to happen. That's but on our other is, show. That's on our paranormal radio show. Okay. But it, it is going to reach you in other ways. And, and the way I could put this to you is, let's say you lived in a really small town somewhere, and you never had a great slice of pizza you know, from a great pizzeria like the kinds we have in Brooklyn, right? 
So if you've never tasted that, you've only had frozen pizza all your life, and then you came to New York or you came to Brooklyn, and they took you to the great pizza place, you go, man, this is so much better than Domino's pizza or the stuff that I get in the supermarket. Yeah, you've never had it, so you didn't know what you were missing. But once you experience it, great pizza, well, then that frozen pizza is probably not going to cut it anymore. And it's kind of like that with great audio. You have to hear it. And, and get into it and play music you, you love, and it will touch you in different ways. And when it does, the idea, if you can afford it, if you can't afford it, it doesn't really matter, but if you can afford it, possibly the idea of spending thousands of dollars for an amplifier might make sense to you. We've got and, more to come. One more segment. One more segment coming with Steve Guttenberg. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Ben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Will the government protect your family from Iran and North Korea's newest weapon, EMP? We buy guns to protect ourselves. Home, health, and car insurance for accidents. Maybe you also have food storage. But how would you keep your refrigerator running in a long-term EMP blackout? Using tested military designs, the Solark EMP-hardened solar generator protects and powers your critical appliances for years without burying items underground or wrapping them in aluminum foil. Unlike other preps, Solark is used every day to 
help offset your electric bill automatically. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to learn how easily expandable the system is. Solark is the most affordable and powerful solution on the market. The whole system even fits in the back of a pickup or SUV and can install in less than an hour. See for yourself why Solark beats other off-grid systems at PortableSolarLLC.com. Don't wait for the government. Go to PortableSolarLLC.com to learn why Solark is energy insurance for your family. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. Now, briefly, when Steve Guttenberg said pizza, and he lives in Brooklyn, and he's probably got 10 pizza joints within a five-minute walk I that do. all serve better pizza than I can buy anywhere in Arizona. I'm sure. And he's probably got nine of them are called original Rays or first Rays <laughs> or Rays the first or... Rays original. Yeah. Is there an original Rays or is it a couple of different Rays who didn't like each other? You know, that is a good question. I, I, I'll get back to you on that. I'm not sure. There's just a lot of guys named Ray. That's what the problem is. It's something where if you make pizza, you got to call yourself Ray's. There's a chain of Ray's pizzas in and around Phoenix. And they kind of overdo it, I think. <laughs> I, I, I think so. I remember one in Lower Manhattan where you had to wait outside to get a slice because they were lining up around the door. And this is back in what? The 1980s or something like that. Well, there's still places like that. <laughs> but the point being here, if you really want something quality, sure, you get the higher end audio equipment. But is that a business that's really, really kind of dying because of the fact that so many people get their music as a passive experience on their digital gear? It's not dying at all. It's actually thriving, but it's it's not mainstream. It's not like tens of millions of people are running out to buy them every day. But I think the high-end audio business overall, certainly worldwide, is quite healthy. There's a show in Munich, Germany every year that many, many thousands of people go to to find out. It's, it's probably the leading show for, for quality audio in the world right now. And it's getting to be a bigger and bigger thing every year. But mainstream, it will never be. But I will say one thing. I really want. To, I think this is really important to impress on your listeners. The thing about quality audio, and the thing about quality most things, is that they last a very, very, very long time. Most products that people buy are disposable. Any little problem with it, they throw it away. They buy a new one. I was with a friend of mine the other night. He bought a turntable in 1978, a Lin LP12 for about. I'm guessing around five or six hundred dollars. He's a musician. He works nights. When he's home in the daytime, he's playing records. Still, 
almost daily on that turntable. Great audio lasts decades. Now, I can't speak for digital parts of audio, but turntables, speakers, and amplifiers, good ones made by reputable companies, are designed to last virtually forever. So even though the cost of entry is high, you will keep them for possibly the rest of your life. And I just want to say quickly that what are the things, consumer products that people buy that would last that long? Not just that you have on a shelf that you dust every now and then, but you actually use on a regular basis. Pretty much nothing. So that's one of the the reasons that high-end audio is continuing to have relevance in the 21st century is because it's quality, and quality lasts. No, everything is disposable now. You want to buy a new smartphone, it's every two years. I think people keep their personal computers longer than they used to, but even then, what, five years for a personal computer? And that's aged. Even TVs, which used to last a while, now TVs don't last because they don't have 4K and they don't have 3D and they don't have this and they don't have that. So you've got to get the new one, right? Well, 3D went absolutely nowhere, so who cares? Okay, but now it's 4K, and then it'll be 4K... With eight, oh, it's this other thing called HDR, high dynamic range TV. So if you just have it, you know, two years ago, a 4K TV, but it doesn't have HDR, well, sorry, you're missing out. That's not going to happen with a turntable or an amplifier or a speaker, a really good one. The standard's not going to change. And if the standard changes in terms of input device, well, the speakers will still play. Right, exactly. So quality audio is, is worth it if, if music is important in your life, really important, important enough to actually listen to. Let's put it that way. If it's important enough to listen to, you can start at any price range. I mean, another thing we should quickly touch on, because I don't want to get people to have the impression that this stuff is all expensive. As speaker designers go, there's a rock star speaker designer named Andrew Jones, and he used to work for a company called Pioneer, and he made a bookshelf speaker called the... SPBS22LR, which sells for around $100 or $129 a pair. It is a great speaker. It is by far the best inexpensive bookshelf speaker I have ever heard. You can get that, and you can get an NAD, which is a great company that makes relatively inexpensive integrated amplifiers. And they've been around for many years, NAD. Yeah, since the 70s, and you can get that Audio-Technica turntable. So for around $500, you can have a really, really nice audiophile-worthy system to start with. So the cost of entry isn't crazy, and yet you will get many, many years of pleasure from owning them. My only wish here, like with those speakers, I tried to write down what you just said in terms of the model designation, and I ran out of space. This is a problem I have with all these products. They come up with model names that nobody could remember. Well, I remembered it. Well, you remember it because you're doing it every day. Right. But you know what I mean. After the fifth or sixth generation of that number, it's going to change or people will forget. And I wish these people, if they can build a $100 or $125 loudspeaker system that sounds really great, call it something that you could remember easily. Here's the hint. I did give you a hint there. So the guy that designed them, Andrew Jones, he now works for another company called ELAC, E-L-A-C, and also has inexpensive speakers, but slightly more than the Pioneers. But if you Google search Andrew Jones Pioneer Speakers, you'll get there. Okay, Andrew um, Jones Pioneer Speakers. Okay. Well, the model is 
I'll say it slower, SPBS22LR. Here it is at B&H, Andrew Jones designed bookshelf speakers. The pair is $129.99. So quickly, Andrew Jones used to work for yet another company called TAD, and he designed an $80,000 speaker, which is still being made. And Pioneer said to him, you know, you make these $80,000 speakers. Could you make a great $129 speaker? And Andrew Jones, being the kind of guy that he is, said, you know, that's a great challenge. Can I make an amazing $129 a pair speaker? And he took it as a challenge, and he did it. And I heard it, and I was amazed by what he accomplished. And I said, how did you do that? I know you're a really smart guy. But what makes you so special that you could do something that no one's ever did before? And he had a really interesting answer, which sounds kind of glib, but I think it's really true. He said, it's a great speaker because I really tried to make a great speaker. Most people making $100 speakers aren't trying to make something great. They're just knocking it out. They're trying to make a $129 speaker without regard to that. We've got to go. I mean, we just got started. We've got to go. Steve Guttenberg, please tell our listeners if they want to know more about the things you write about, where do they go? Well, they can go to CNET, C-N-E-T, dot com, slash, audio, filiac. So the end there is P-H-I-L-I-A-C, audio, filiac. Or search on my name, Steve Guttenberg, and audio, and you will get there. Steve, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Total pleasure. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. ProPure water filters, making water great again. Taste and feel the difference with state-of-the-art filter technology. Pro1 G2.0 and ProMax filters are independent lab-tested to NSF standards. Choose from gravity, countertop, pitcher, shower, and inline filtration products. There's a ProPure for you. Buy risk-free today. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Miniman Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Miniman Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. Hi there, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. And we're looking in this time of terrible financial crash, terrible meltdown of the medical system, we're looking to pay people obscene amounts of money if you become a student of our business at Longevity, We will help you actually take care of people better than the medical system has. Think about it. We spend more money in America for health care than all the other 218 nations the world put together, and they can't even solve weight loss problems. I mean, the medical system can have a total mental brain fart, and if you do this, you will be able to 
to save an enormous amount of people from being overweight, being obese. They don't even know what causes obesity. Believe me, we know what causes obesity. In the medical system, they think it's from eating too much. It's not from eating too much. It's actually a mineral deficiency. Do you solve a iron deficiency anemia with a bone marrow transplant? That's what they think. Do you solve a mineral deficiency that causes obesity with a gastric bypass? That's dumber than a stump. Contact us at GCNminerals.com. Learn how to lose weight, look good, and save yourselves a gob of money. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas. When I was playing ball, they called me the big hurt. But after I left the game, Mother Nature started putting a big hurt on me. I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, it wasn't my fault. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. But luckily, I found out about Nugenics. Nugenics is a unique man-boosting formula powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help boost your free testosterone levels. Get a complimentary bottle now by texting PRIME11 to 42424. With Nugenics, you can feel stronger, leaner, with a lot more stamina and energy. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics is GNC's number one selling men's vitality product. Get a complimentary bottle now by texting PRIME11 to 42424. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. So again, text PRIME11 to 42424. All right, guys, we're ready for our four-season sunroom, and Daddy's going to get a rec room with refreshments. Oh, no, we'll be sleeping under the stars. Mom, what about the one with, you know, the fun? Nice try, little bro. It's a gym, my gym. Hey, Grandma's getting her four-seasons garden room, weather tight and still like being outdoors. Maybe a living room. Oh, no, wait, a family hub. Yeah! No matter what the budget, the season, or the climate, Four Seasons Sunrooms let you and your family enjoy the outdoors inside. Call now to hear more about these great offers from the premier manufacturer of sunrooms since 1975. Four Reasons for Four Seasons Now. To find out more, call toll-free 800-848-6333. That's 800-848-6333. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer was telling me before we started that he was having breakfast. It's true. You know, you're not the first person who's been eating breakfast, and then they talk to me, and then the rest of the day, it just really gets upsetting. <laughs> well, that that may be more about the news of the day than it is about Eugene. Well, I don't know. It's it's all, it's usually a good time talking to you. You talking to me? Yeah. All right. There's a story at Mac Observer from Brian Chaffin, and we see oh. his face. With uh-huh. many distortions. Uh-huh. It's called FaceApp, uses neural net to add smiles, make you old or young, or change gender. Yeah. What about making you an ET? Uh, not yet. Oh, all right. It's, this has got to be a pretty wacky app, and I bet you can have a lot of fun with it. Well, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a novelty app. 
I covered it because. All right. So do you do you um did you encounter the Prisma app? P R I S M A. I have not, sir. Take a photo, and then it'll it'll process that photo with a filter that uh, gives it a the look of a particular art style or artist. And the the effects are are actually uh, uh, sometimes quite astounding. It's just, it, it's it's very 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 interesting. They're also using neural nets, but what they're doing is they're essentially leaving the content as is and changing the style of the photo. But the photograph remains the same. It's just got this new style. And FaceApp is sort of like the opposite of that. It sort of like turns that on its head. And they're changing the content but keeping the style. Two different companies, by the way. So, like, one of the things they can do is they can add a smile to your face. And that's actually of, of the of the filters that come with the app at this point. Uh, that's the one that I think that is is the most amazing. It I mean, look if you look at the if you look at me me smiling and if you look at Jeff Gamut smiling, those look like photographs of us smiling. But and you they, two but never weren't. smile. But, but well, we smile, but we weren't smiling here, and my teeth aren't that good. <laughs> so for me and Jeff, we both have facial hair. The um, the their algorithms don't really quite handle facial hair very well, but we sure as heck look look like women. Well, at least it saves a surgery cost. Um, yeah, or you you know you could know and, right. And then uh, um, uh, there's also a filter for making you look older, making you look young. I, I found those to be a lot less effective. For instance, I don't know what this says about me. Well, I do know what it says about me and Jeff. But me and Jeff don't look any older when we apply that particular filter um, to our faces. So this company though has developed a the, their algorithms are all powered by a neural net. So these, you know, a neural net is uh, a bunch of computers that are basically um, set up to work sort of like the human brain with with different nodes applying, you know, different abilities to the problem. And this app is merely a mobile extension of those uh, of those servers, essentially. And so as they continue to learn from what people actually upload to their servers, uh, they can tweak their algorithms and further learn for it. So this, this stuff should actually get better as time goes by. But it's just kind of fascinating because, you know, we're getting to the point, Gene, where where we cannot trust a photograph. Don't get me wrong. Photoshop's been around for a long time. But we're putting power in the hands of ordinary folks where you're not going to be able to trust the photograph Adobe has that uh, technology that they debuted uh, two or three months ago that can actually make speech from a very relatively short sample of us talking. They can actually make us say things. Voco is what it's called. V-O-C-O. And we're, so we're getting to the point where we can't trust our ears either. Well, you know what's very funny here? A lot of our listeners know that I also host a second radio show with my friend Chris O'Brien called The Paracast. It's about UFOs and ghosts and stuff like that. And one of the big arguments we make on that show is the fact that nowadays, with all the skills people photoshopping using video editing software, using their Final Cut Pro 10 and everything, they can make movies of UFOs 
that look quite realistic, even though they're fake. Yeah, so, I've seen um, I've seen a lot of those on Instagram. Actually, uh, they're, I mean they're they're clearly fake, but they look real. And and it gets more and more difficult to separate the wheat from the chaff or all that stuff. And now you're talking about here taking what somebody says and literally putting words in their mouth. So if you can't trust what you see and you can't trust what you hear, what can you trust? Well, you can trust what you actually hear take place when you actually see the person saying it. But how do you know you're not seeing a hologram? Well, a hologram. Give him a smack in the head. I know. Here's what you do. You go over to the person to make sure it's not a hologram. Are you for real? Well, I guess you are. I'm sorry about that bruise on your chin. Yeah, my, my mistake. My mistake. It, 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 it's interesting. I mean, I, I want to emphasize this point. Photoshop has been around for a long time. Uh, I'm pretty good with Photoshop. Uh, there are people who are a lot better than me at Photoshop and, and there are people who can use Photoshop to change the contents of a photograph. But as neural nets become more of a thing, they're incredibly powerful. They can be incredibly powerful. It all depends of course on how they're being used. But as, as neural nets become more of a thing, we're, it's going to be easier and easier and easier to change the kinds of things that we actually used to take for for uh, for granted as being real, and it's going to be harder and harder to detect this stuff. And uh, you know, and and even from like a, from like a record standpoint, you know, like you know, people, <laughs> like you know, are we are we really going to? Are, are, I guess let me put it this way: Are grandkids really going to know what we look like when we were young? You know what I mean? I mean, um, because we're, you know, people are just going to be able to change whatever it is that they want until, until they can make their reality, um, look like they want it to look like instead of what it is. Reality. What a concept. Well, it gets to a point here where maybe there is no reality. We have alternative facts. We have alternative (laughs) photos. We have alternative sound recordings. <sighs> you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of, course, of course, when it comes to Apple, you've been reading alternative facts for years. Um, yeah, uh, yes. I see what you did there. Good. Tell but, me. I have no idea. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, yeah, you're talking about, it, of course, you're talking about like um, when it comes to Apple, we've, we've been I, I would call them less alternative facts, which is a a a philosophically disgusting term. It's a philosophically disgusting idea, and it's straight out of Orwell, straight out of 1984. Uh, but what we've seen are alternative alternative takes on reality reaching very, very specious conclusions when it comes to Apple. And uh, that's, that's different from, from alternative facts. But yeah, well, you know, there's certainly been this, this long-running alternative narration about, about Apple um, that, did, that, 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 that essentially had very little relation to uh, reality. Although, you know, we're getting to the point, Gene, where, where I'm getting cranky about Apple. Ooh, okay, so in our next segment with Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer, 
he's going to become cranky Brian. All right? Just stand by. Of course, he has to wait for the full moon. But we don't need a full moon. We can simulate one with Photoshop. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Had it been the sweet Paris air permeating the night? The intoxicating way her beauty had overtaken him. Whatever the case back then, Jordan Dunleavy is still in love with the memory of Lauren, the woman he'd lost so many years before. In Bookstore on the Seine, the journey of a conspiracy analyst, author C.L. Hendman, ties conspiracy theories, mystery, irony, and romance into this stimulating novel that masterfully interweaves the past with the present. Available on Amazon and Kindle and at bookstoreonthesend.com. That's S-E-I-N-E dot com. Bookstoreonthesend.com. We use cell phones against our heads every day. But now, a landmark U.S. government study confirms increased health risks from exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The time to protect yourself is now. The solution is Defender Shield. Proudly made in the USA, Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation emitted from cell phones, tablets, and laptops. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. Use discount code DEFENDER for 10% off. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in EMF radiation protection. This is Holly Thomas, Group Vice President of Cause Marketing for Macy's. Our company is working together with the March of Dimes through March for Babies to raise money and awareness about the serious problem of premature birth in the U.S. That's why Macy's is committed to raising funds through our employees, customers, family and friends to improve the health of moms and babies everywhere. Won't you please join us in March for Babies? Start a team today at marchforbabies.org. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. See website for details. Need some extra cash today? Do you have bad credit or maxed out credit cards? If so, turn your radio up. 67cash.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks with over 50 different lenders. Now you can get a personal loan for up to $5,000 with any type of credit discreetly from your computer or smartphone and with no paperwork to send in. That's right, no paperwork whatsoever. Your cash will hit your bank account as soon as tomorrow as our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless 
regardless of your credit history. Visit 67cash.com and you can have up to $5,000 in no time. Just have a checking account and a regular source of income and you can get the loan you need now. Regardless of your credit, go to 67cash.com from your smartphone or computer to get the cash you need. Visit 67cash.com. Type www.67cash.com directly into the address bar. That's 67cash.com. 67cash.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. You never know what's going to happen next while listening to the Tech Night Isle, live with Gene Steinberg. So we have Cranky Brian visiting us here from the Mac Observer. And after we're hearing from Cranky Kirk McElhern, you know, this will be more crankiness. And that is, we're going to have here a Photoshop version of the full moon. Okay? Okay. And that's going to cause the hair to get longer and the voice to get deeper. And you're going to start growling and howling. What do you have to say about Apple that makes you feel cranky? Seriously. I want to know what Apple's been doing. Because they haven't been releasing new products. That's what's got me cranky. What's got me cranky is that Apple is losing share in the PC space to Windows. It's got me cranky. It's got me cranky as all get out. What's got me cranky, Gene, is that Apple is selling a Mac Pro that was introduced three years and seven months ago, shipped three years and two months ago, and is still being sold for the same price, the exact same machine. That's well, actually, the solid-state drive, the terabyte solid-state drive, I think is $200 less now. Oh, isn't that lovely? Isn't that amazing? One change. Yeah, so, so that, that makes that, that terabyte drive only a lot too expensive, and that's great. Right. That's Remember, great. you can buy cranky? a terabyte drive for, what, $300? Uh, yeah, they're about now. Yeah. It's about they're, $300. They're, they're okay, I have to look up the price. So think of it this way. It's $600 extra on a Mac Pro where you already get a 256. So assuming this is a somewhat higher grade drive, you're still paying twice as much as from the third party. Yeah, yeah, you should, yeah, yes, yes. And it's the, the processors are old. The video cards are old. The machine is old and Apple is still charging the same price. That has me cranky. Apple hasn't released a new iMac since October 2015. That's a year and four months ago. Right? We haven't had a new Mac Mini in forever. The MacBook Pros that just came out are not perfect. I'm cranky. Okay, I'm looking, by the way, here at Otherworld Computing Mac sales. And... I will tell you honestly, their solid-state drives are not cheap for the Mac Pro. So you get a 2-terabyte drive for $1,400, a 4-terabyte drive for 
$2,000. That's with a kit, okay? Mm-hmm. Requires a kit. All right. So that's the point. The thing is here, you're getting no credit towards the other drive. In Apple's case, they're giving you a credit. Actually, the price is not that much different, if you consider well, it right here. They are pretty expensive. This is not even touching the fact that the so-called Mac Pro um, has very little room, has no room for extra storage. You know, no no slots which some pros need, not all pros, but which some pros need. Now, I understand I'm now, deflecting here, okay? I yes. took a perfectly reasonable concern that we have a computer that's been here for over three years except for a reduction in the price for an upgrade to a terabyte solid-state drive, basically nothing's changed. You're paying the same for the three-year-old computer. And that's what's upsetting. Forget the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. And in 2016, I did a piece piece, uh, in uh, December, I think, early December, looking at the fact that Apple had shipped 14 new products. When I published it, it was 13, but, but Apple ended up squeaking AirPods in under the uh, right under the finish line. In uh, fact, so four, if you don't put them on right, they'll squeak. I'm not telling four, you the truth. What? 14, 14 new products in 2016 Apple shipped. And that is a ridiculous number of new products, a ridiculously low number of new products for a company of Apple size. You know, and Apple exited the display business. Apple appears to be exiting the uh, uh, the Wi-Fi space, right? I'm actually, Gene. Funny enough, while we were recording, I had new routers delivered from Belkin, the VLOP. That's their 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 entry into the mesh space. I'm ditching my airport uh, routers after having been an airport user for I don't know 14. Well, uh, well since they were since they first shipped. It's something like 1999 or something like that. Something like that. It's with the first iBook. Remember the iBook looked like a child's toilet seat or something? Yeah. With a yeah. computer in it instead of anything else. And it had Wi-Fi, airport. Yeah. Apple was right at the beginning of the technology. A- a- Apple was the beginning of the technology. Uh, Apple it's, it's was of, the I- technology. I remember doing a a piece of Dell computer. Michael Dell claimed, Michael Dell himself claimed that uh, they were shipping the first uh, laptop with uh, with Wi-Fi support, and which was true, unless of course you actually look at the fact that Apple had done it 13 months before then. And I you know, I, I remember calling up Dell. And bless their hearts, the Dell PR team was fantastic. And I think I got like three or four phone calls back from them as they were like, well, you know, let us track this down. And the story they ended up coming up with is that what Michael Dell meant was the first uh, Windows PC laptop that that supported uh, uh, Wi-Fi. But that's not what he said. He said the first laptop. Anyway, that's beside the point. The point is I've I've been an airport customer since the UFO airport base station first came out you see we're talking about my other show the powercast again et land didn't create a wireless network right are you hygiene no no it's just that what you said it kind of inspired ridiculousness okay but i understand we're talking here that apple pioneers (laughs) a technology ahead of the windows pc industry okay fair enough Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and 
they've always had pretty good routers. And by well, 2013, they make a Mac Pro and they haven't upgraded it. They make an Airport Extreme, which is a pretty good router, except newer routers have more tricks and schemes to get more power, better range. And where is Apple? Apple still produces airport hardware. It goes inside your Mac, inside your iPhone, inside your iPad, inside your Apple Watch. And and the thing that Apple really did really well was the user interface. The airport utility has always been um, uh, an excellent and easy-to-use piece of software Apple started removing features from it, which is super freaking annoying, uh, several years ago. But it was still very, very easy to use and set up. And uh, But the, you know, the reality is, is that you know, Apple sells a time capsule. It's a piece of crap. I personally have had nothing but problems with my own time capsule. It's one reason why I'm, di- I'm ditching this stuff. Uh, the Airport Extreme is uh, a pretty good uh, base station for sure. Uh, but it's uh, overpriced compared to the, the competition, over, too overpriced in my opinion. And Apple has not embraced any of the uh, mesh networking stuff that is all the rage at this point. As a matter of fact, what it seems like is that Apple said, look, Airport is not one of our core competencies. It's not one of our core products. And we don't really need to do this anymore. When we, when, when we first started doing Wi-Fi, we had to do it because there were no base stations. But now we don't. So let's let the other companies who specialize in this do mesh networking because that's going to be the future and we don't want to mess with it. And well, The thing to also bear in mind here is that a number of ISPs, when they set you up with your cable modem, it includes a router already. And it's not always a bad one. I mean, I had a pretty good router with Cox. We had Cox for a couple of years before we moved to a place where we couldn't have that particular ISP. And they gave a pretty good, fairly state-of-the-art router as part of your cable modem system. So why buy another one? Um, yeah. Uh, for, yeah. For a lot of people, that's, that's fine. Um, I actually had to... Well, anyway, that's 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 beside the point. The point is is that Apple has is apparently exiting the airport business. They have um, reassigned the airport engineers. This isn't anything Apple officially announced. This is actually uh, through through uh, leaks that have been published. Uh, but they've reassigned airport engineers to other projects, which probably they haven't officially announced that they're exiting the business. But, you know, when you reassign your engineers to other things, you're probably not going to make any more of those new products. And it's just, it's, it's super annoying. What, what has Apple been doing? What are they doing? They have more money, Gene. They have more money than everybody. They have, they, they can do anything they want. They have all of the money. They can hire people who can make Mac Pros. They can hire people who can make iMacs. They can hire people who can make displays and make them cost um, 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 uh, uh, competitive. Let's hear more from Cranky Brian. In our next segment, I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Ally. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP hardened generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP hardened solar generator energy insurance for your family or business. Call Portable Solar LLC today. Have you ever wanted a shortcut to getting the underground secrets to making money online and seriously grow your business? Whether it's a new business, a part-time income, or an existing business, you have this incredible limited offer to get a copy of this Amazon best-selling book on dot-com success for free. Uncover the success factors to make your business ignite. Go to secretsignite.com. That's secretsignite.com. Get your free copy now. Go to secretsignite.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Out Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Sir Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer is kind of cranky today. Cranky. Cranky. He's totally upset because he's wondering Apple has got what, $230, $240 billion hanging out in different offshore accounts. And we're not getting into the politics of that. But what did they do in 2016? Well, they stopped making displays officially. And then they take what probably would have been the design of a great 5K display, and they hand it off, I guess, to LG. And LG makes a butt-ugly 5K display. Well, I don't think Apple hand anything off. Apple makes a great 5K display in, in the uh, 5K iMac, which is an I'm amazing thinking, machine. though, of the fact that the 5K display from LG was allegedly done with Apple's cooperation. I see. Allegedly. I have no idea what part of that is Apple. I'm assuming the display is exactly the same one that goes into your 5K Retina iMac. Well, the deal with the 5K display is not the display. It's actually getting data to the display. That's the, that's the thing that Apple had to do a little bit of uh, 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 funky magic to make work on on the iMac. They actually had to, to develop their own bus, I think. If not their, their own bus, their, their, their own ways of connecting that bus to the display. I think that that's the thing that, that Apple had to do. So I don't know what went into LG's display. It certainly is ugly, but it, you know it's out there. It's definitely inexpensive, 
there are worse displays on the market. I don't know. I, it's, what is Apple doing, man? What are they doing? You see, part of it also is how many units they can sell. So you look at something like an Apple display, and how many people who have MacBook Pros buy 5K displays? A few thousand, maybe. How many people are buying Mac Pros? And maybe they're looking at the volume, and the volume doesn't make sense. Let's well, let it, it LG becomes do a self fulfilling prophecy. When you're not putting out new computers, people aren't buying them. And if they're not buying new computers from you, they're, they're not going to buy your displays. But here's the deal we've been told. And we've bought into the idea that we want to have glorious-looking hardware. Like, one of the reasons why we buy our Macs is because they're beautiful machines. Now, do we want to have a beautiful machine and then have a butt-ugly display on our desk? No, we're kind of precious about things like that. We're high-maintenance princesses, right? And we're high-maintenance princesses about things like this because Apple has trained us to be so. And now Apple is basically exiting these markets when they have more money than God, That's what's so frustrating is that Apple has all the resources and is doing less and less and less with those freaking resources. One new Mac in 2016. Oh, is that true? Actually, was the MacBook out in 2016? There was a MacBook. Okay, there was a MacBook out in what? April or something like that. End of March. There was the MacBook Pro coming out in... Two new Macs. Right. Two new Macs. Okay. The MacBook and the MacBook Pro. In a year. In a full year, two new Macs. What is up with that? Now, part of it is, and this is not always Apple's fault, if they're going to come up with a new iMac, maybe go to the new KB Lake processor. Oh, my God, they didn't ship in quad-core versions until the end of the year, so they couldn't use them on MacBook Pros or iMacs. They couldn't use them at all because Apple uses a lot of quad-core parts. So... Apple is being deemed with the fact that the MacBook Pro has the previous year's Other processor. companies are releasing new PCs all the time, right? There, there are things that Apple could do to, to improve its products. And, it, and if they can't do that, the least they could do is, is lower the price. The, the MacBook Air, which I think is, is an excellent machine. I don't know if Apple's going to cancel it. They, they've canceled the 11-inch version, right? The 13-inch version is still in the market. Technically, the 11-inch is only an educational product now. Okay, whatever. The 13-inch one is two years old, right? But Apple's still charging the same price for it. The iMac is a year and four months old now as of this recording. Okay, but as I said with the iMac, they might be waiting for the next generation parts from Intel. And that's also part of the problem. Intel is not as reliable in the last couple of years about getting these new processors out. And when they do, they just slightly, slightly different in performance than the previous version. They're concentrating on power efficiencies, which may make a difference on a notebook, but an iMac, who cares if it's another couple of watts or something? Actually, Apple is the company that actually... Okay, there's interesting background there because... Intel ignored power efficiency for the longest time. And Apple hammered on on Intel, saying, you've got to make your processors more efficient because, because we are obsessed with making uh, devices that are thinner and thinner and thinner, even though our customers don't care. So you better make these things uh, more power efficient so that we can have smaller and smaller batteries and still give our customers the same subpar performance on batteries. And the second and, part and- of that is Apple buys the more expensive parts. Okay, they may buy 
a third as many as Dell or something, but they're buying all the higher end components. So therefore, they're a huge customer in terms of profit margins to Intel. Well, and look at iPhone. iPhone has an ARM processor, right? And and Apple sells a bajillion iPhones out there. And of course, the, the Android market is almost exclusively ARM 2, in part because of what Apple has done. And Intel has missed out on all that business. So Intel and, and Apple also wants its desktop computers to consume. This is where I support Apple wholeheartedly. Apple wants its desktop computers to use less power too, because they're part of their whole thing is become more efficient, become more efficient, become more efficient. And I get that, and I love that, and I and I dig it. Plus, by the way, uh, less power consumption means less waste heat, which means ever thinner devices, which means quieter devices, which means no fans, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I support. Apple's push on the on the on the low process of the, the the low power and Intel was very late to that market and they are paying attention to it now, but Apple should still do something to release new computers so that we don't feel like we're buying years old technology at this at at the same prices that we were paying for it years ago. It's super frustrating. It's super frustrating, and we're seeing this reflected. Gene, we're seeing this in the fact that that Apple has. For the first time in in in, ye- in 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 more than a decade, Apple is losing market share in the PC space. The Mac market is shrinking faster than the PC market, and Apple was outgrowing the uh, PC market. I think for thirty eight out of forty quarters, Apple outgrew the PC. Now market. let me just tell you something, though. Okay? Yes. 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 All right. According to published reports from IDC and Gartner. Mac sales may have increased during the December quarter. Okay. Right, it's preliminary stuff. Right, we'll know in a few days as we do well, this we show. Do, well, there was there was a there's a there was a report. Um, I you know I ended up not writing it. I think the Apple Insider wrote, wrote about it, saying that um, that um, Apple that 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 the market. That Apple lost share in the market in the December quarter. So Apple's, I don't know, we will have to see what comes out. Apple actually just, uh, as of Friday, Apple announced that its um, next report, next quarterly earnings report is going to be on, and I'm I'm stalling here, it's going to be January 31st. That's next Tuesday. That's right. As of this recording. So, you know, we may we may actually get a little bit of an idea on on how Mac sales are doing. Apple has been reporting less and less numbers. Well, I mean, if sales have gone up again, all that will say is that the drought of new Macs in 2016 hurt Apple sales in part. I don't think every person who buys a Mac haunts the dealers to see when the new models are coming out, but a lot do now. To be fair, Tim Cook is promising a great roadmap for desktops. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to believe that when I see it. Right. Now, he's saying desktops, plural. That doesn't mean we're going to refresh the iMac and a slightly faster processor, and we're going to ditch all the ports and go to USB-C Thunderbolt 3. I hope it doesn't mean that. But to find out what anyone means, we're going to take a pause that refreshes I'm Gene Steinberg with Cranky Brian on the Tech Night Out Live. 
Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Hi there, I'm Bob Eubanks. You know, as part of Hollywood for a long time, I've seen my fair share of celebrities get in trouble with the IRS. Well, there's one name I trust, the Tax Defense Group. They're the most trusted name in tax. So if you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS, you really need to call my friends at the Tax Defense Group. Ignoring the IRS is not the solution. They can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, seize your home or business. But the Tax Defense Group could put a stop to all of that and tailor a program that would reduce your tax debt to pennies on the dollar. you got to love that. So don't just take my word for it. Call them. Find out for yourself. They offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. And they're open 24 hours a day because they know that tax debt doesn't sleep either. Call now for your free and confidential tax analysis from the most trusted name in tax. Call 800-361-6907. 800-361-6907. Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products. Most ready to ship same day. Visit the Berkey guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey guy. Kiss your credit card debt goodbye. I'm Pharmacist Keith, Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and myself want to show you how to achieve financial peace, creating an extra income that will last for years to come by joining Dr. Wallach's crusade, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com. 
www.radio.recordedvideo.com or call 866-257-3105 for a recorded message. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. You know, listening to Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer, I could feel cranky too, you know, (laughs) because we're all used to pretty regular Mac upgrades. And, you know, I think Apple has not really explained what's going on. I mean, they could, you know, maybe they don't want to say, you know what, we'd get stuff out faster if Intel would get their processor roadmap straightened out. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, what I think it is, is I think that, okay, this this is a fact. This is a, a reassuring fact to me. The people that work at at Apple need computers to do their jobs. You're not going to design an iPhone on an iPhone, and you're not going to design an iPhone on an iPad, not anytime soon. You're not going to design your chips because Apple designs its own chips. You're not going to you're not going to do that on an iPhone or an iPad. And Apple, the people that work at Apple don't want to end up using Windows PCs like some kind of animal. <laughs> right? I mean they want to use their they want to use their precious Macs. And that has been the thing to me that has made me not worry about the future of the Mac. But the flip side is is that I think that the Mac has become less important to the powers to be within Apple as iPhones become ever more important. And, and as Apple is actually looking towards the future with some, some kind of, you know, groundbreaking new, new products. Like I don't worry about Apple's long-term pipeline. It's the short-term iterative pipeline that, that, that has me annoyed. And as the Mac team has supposedly lost clout within Apple, you know, they just, that they just don't care as much about about the Mac, and I think that that that's what we're seeing reflected by the lack of new products. And for a while, I don't think Apple was really hurt by that. I don't think their Mac sales were hurt by that. Now, iPhone might vastly outsell Mac. iPhone represents, I think, more more than two thirds of Apple's uh, revenues. But Apple's Mac business is a massive business. It was it was a you know twenty billion dollar year business. That is a lot of money, even to a company like Apple. So now we're seeing Apple's Mac business hurt by the company's lack of new iterative products within the Mac space. And I'm hoping that lights a fire under someone's butt, and they say, "Oh my goodness, maybe we should release some new Macs." I'm hoping that's what happens, Gene. I, I, I really hope I hope that 2016 was the standout awful year along with 2015 and 2014, and that Apple is now going to be back on the Mac bandwagon and is going to give us new products. I hope that's what's going to happen. I'm not holding my breath. I think we'll have to see. But certainly, if sales of the Mac did increase during the December quarter, it's got to be a message to Apple. Oh, we get some more models out, maybe we can do something. I think it would also help if Apple would cut those prices. Now, I understand that 
sometimes when a product first debuts a new Mac, it costs more. Like the iMac with 5K Retina display, the original model was $24.99, and now we get them as low as $17.99. Not with the same parts, but you get the point. The original MacBook Air was, what, $17.99? I mean, Apple does cut prices. The first MacBook Pro with Retina display was like $22.99 or $23.99, and then the price came down. So this year, we have more expensive MacBook Pro. In a year or two, hopefully, the prices will come down. And I would certainly expect that will happen to the MacBook. I think at $12.99, it's a very poor value. But if it was a nine ninety nine or a thousand ninety nine, it might make more sense. Yeah, it might. Um, but keep in mind that that Microsoft is this week on Friday. Microsoft ended up saying that that they're taking share away from Apple at the high end. Well, yeah, but you know what? We don't know that. Um. Well, Apple sales are decreasing. Apple's Mac sales are decreasing, and Microsoft's. Surface sales are increasing. Actually, according to the current financials, I read that it only dipped 2%. Surface sales only dipped 2%. But they're selling a fraction of what Apple sells. So if people are buying a Surface rather than a Mac, it's got to be in the thousands. It's not a lot. Mm, Okay. I I don't have any numbers to counter that, and I could just be extra cranky, and I acknowledge that. But um, Microsoft is claiming they had uh, the Windows license sales. Let me actually get this right. That they gained 5%. That's correct. 5% growth at the high end. Right. 5% increase in Windows sales. And is that taking at the expense of Macs? Well, possibly, because if Apple sales for the year are down, even if they have a positive December quarter, that is certainly taking sales from the Mac. Maybe. It may also be that a lot of companies who were using Windows 7, which first came out in 2009, are realizing eight years later, we've got to upgrade, and they're upgrading to Windows 10, so there is an upgrade cycle there that's in place a business upgrade cycle. You know, they got to get rid of old hardware. I'm too cranky to accept that. He's buzzing along there. (laughs) He's turning from a cranky person to a fly. We put him into a machine, you know, one of these matter transporters to go from one room to the next. And he felt he had a faster computer or something. And unfortunately, when we sent him over to the other room, there was a fly in the machine. As opposed to the a fly thing, in the Gene, ointment. Is, the thing is this. Apple has so much money. So much money. Apple has so much money. Apple can do whatever it wants to do. And, and they might as well spend... put out new Macs, they could do it. They need to spend it. Very fast because Donald Trump Look, wants to take it. And let's, one more point about the Mac Pro. The Mac Pro doesn't sell in huge numbers, and it never has sold in huge numbers. It's, and especially, again, as you look at the, at the increasing importance of the iPhone business to, to, to Apple, right? Mac Pro is not a big device, but it is a Halo device. And it is a device that has attracted the uh, uh, tastemakers in Hollywood and in music in particular for 
decades. And it is a device that Apple can afford to have as a loss leader. Apple can afford to have a premium Mac Pro that actually meets the needs of its Pro users so that they keep them happy so that they're still the tastemakers and the tastemakers are still using Macs. Right now, we have, a, like in the video world, we have people abandoning the Mac. And it, 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 like, for, for instance, TV, right? Who has better product placement in the computer space than Apple in, in, in the TV world, in the movie world? We're going to go into more of that and more as Cranky Brian cranks up and expresses his frustrations. More to come. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Had it been the sweet Paris air permeating the night? The intoxicating way her beauty had overtaken him. Whatever the case back then, Jordan Dunleavy is still in love with the memory of Lauren, the woman he'd lost so many years before. In Bookstore on the Sen, the journey of a conspiracy analyst, author C.L. Hendman, ties conspiracy theories, mystery, irony, and romance into this stimulating novel that masterfully interweaves the past with the present. Available on Amazon and Kindle and at bookstoreonthesen.com. That's S-E-I-N-E dot com. Bookstoreonthesen.com. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-615-7709. That's 800-615-7709. 800-615-7709. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do 
do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN haven't experienced yogurt until you've tried a mossy embodying health and flavor in a true whole milk green-fed dairy beverage every sip pays homage to our old world cows and the ancient culturing methods their milk benefits from with over 30 probiotics a mossy's undeniably nutritious refined cultured sensation bolsters your health and awakens your passion for dairy a mossy so good and you need to try it contact your longevity distributor or call 877-878-4203 or go to gcnteam.com Are you living your passion? Are you pumped to go to work because you get to talk about or work with or do the things that interest you the most? Is working, playing, and relaxing one and the same? As long as you're working for someone else, you'll never be living entirely true to yourself and your passion. I'm Pharmacist Keith. Let me show you how you can work around your current schedule, create the extra income so you can live your passion. Visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com. Radio.recordedvideo.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. Okay, by the way, the reason that he's so cranky is we're now heard on a radio station in Salem, Massachusetts. And it's cranky because they wanted to string him up because he's delighted about that. Because that I'm cranky about. That's fine. Yeah, he's cranky. Seriously, the reason he's cranky is because he feels Apple is not taking some of their 230-odd billion and investing it in Macs. And what's frustrating is for a Mac Pro, even if you change nothing about the form factor, which I think needs to change, but assuming you change nothing about it, you could put new parts in there. Faster solid-state drive, better graphics, faster processor. I think, though, that Apple went so far in the wrong direction, they could maybe come back and produce a Mac Pro that's a wee bit larger, holds two solid-state drives, more RAM slots, two processors. How much larger would it have to be? Listen, in the Pro space, no one was saying... I would love a new Mac Pro if, they, if Apple would only make it tiny. That Not a thing. Not a thing. Not a thing at all. That's not what pros care about. Pros don't want smaller. They want more powerful because they need that power for the pro things they do, like video editing and video rendering and visit video compositing and music rendering and 3D effects and, uh, you know, uh, high-end math work, math problems at the high-end level, and engineering problems and uh, straight scientific work. Those things will always need more power, always, 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 because there's always more that could be done, right? No one was saying the Mac Pro is just too big, got to have it tiny. No one was saying that. I mean, this is like Apple's obsession with tiny is annoying sometimes because they, they sacrifice the wrong things to achieve smallness that no one is asking for. No one was saying about the iPhone 6, 
boy, this iPhone's great. If only Apple would make it a tiny bit thinner so I could have less battery life. No one was saying that. <laughs> and and I, like I, I would – Steve Jobs told Tim Cook, don't ask what I would do. Like the light, you know, don't do what you think is best and do not worry about what you think I would do because I'm not here. I'm not going to be here or whatever. And I get that he said that, but I also feel like Steve would have been slapping Johnny Ive around uh, on this thinness thing and the smallness thing. And that Steve would have said, what are you doing with this Mac Pro? It's not what pro users need. This, you're crazy. Well, Could maybe wrong, the problem we have here is that. Jonathan Ive needs an editor. Yeah, he needs he needs a soul partner, right? That's that's uh, that's what the soulmate. That's what the he and Steve Jobs were soulmates. Right, and but you have to think here that Jobs would tell him, you know what? No, he doesn't have that now because he's been promoted, and therefore he has nobody to come to him and say, we don't need a slightly thinner, lighter macbook pro we want one that's faster we want one, this one that, and the other thing life. in fact we don't need any of this just get something out there so people have a new model to buy right so again it's answering a question that nobody asked i mean how many people care that the mac pro look like a dark gray circular garbage pan wait the uh, the the what the it the, the the gray one was the cheese grater. Yeah, but this one is like black or very dark gray. Yeah, it's black. It's black. black okay. Yeah. We want a garbage can. Okay, we want a circular yeah, it, garbage it, it, can. It, That's our computer. That's piece. our our new technology is garbage can. It's it is a gorgeous piece of machinery. I actually wish I had one. You know why I didn't buy one? I didn't buy one because it was freaking old when I went and bought my last uh, uh, new Mac, which was a year ago. And I ended up getting a 5K iMac because Apple wouldn't sell me the Mac Pro that I wanted. And you know what's interesting, though, here? If you look at the performance of the 5K iMac, all gussied up with the fastest processor, for anything up to four cores, it's faster than the Mac Pro. I mean, there are other things the Mac Pro offers. The difference here, of course, is that if you want eight cores, 12 cores, and other things, the Mac Pro is it. Now, they could also, as another step here, offer a souped-up version of the iMac. There's room in there for two solid-state drives. Because you got a Fusion drive, which is a regular drive and a solid-state drive. Two solid-state drives. That's number one. Maybe Intel has had, I don't know if they still make it, an eight-core i7 processor. Why not? A somewhat a souped up four thousand five hundred or five thousand dollar iMac with all the latest parts, and I think for many Mac Pro users that might be good enough. Well, that you you make a good point Um, for a lot of for a lot of prosumers in particular, right? That 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 that, those groups, those people who sort of walk that line between being um, prof- uh, professional needs with uh, with consumer needs. The iMac is in fact a, a great machine. It's just um, it's 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 the pro market. It's that the video rendering market, the recording, the music recording market, the scientific market, the uh, high end graphics market. Um, 
uh, it, the 3D, the 3D rendering, 3D design markets. The, these are places where you need the, the power of Pro Device, and you know, you you need more power. More power is what you need at all times, and that's where that's the space that Apple has has really abandoned. That prosumer space is largely served very well by the 5K iMac. To be blunt, except for again, the 5K iMac is a year and five months old now. Four months. You're in four months old. It was introduced in October of 2015. Well, I can believe they're waiting for the KB Lake quad-core processors. And if that's the case, they could ship something by March or April. Maybe if Intel got those processors out quicker, the quad-core versions, it would have shipped in October, November. I still think that's partly Intel's fault rather than Apple hating the iMac because I think it's a fairly popular machine. The Mac Pro, I don't know what to think, what they're working on. The Mac Mini would be trivial to update. Yeah, it's it's years old. It's like 2014. Not that old. the newer processors would be that much faster. Not really the point. Put whatever the put whatever the the newest processors are that are in it. Yeah, it's a matter of also psychology and publicity. It's not going to cost that much to put in faster parts, newer parts. Yeah, it's a newer Thunderbolt, the USB, the newest USB C, the USB three, um, uh, the the newest versions of of Wi Fi. Uh, I mean, just update it with what you can update it, and you know, keep pace with the with the Joneses in terms of of processor speeds. It's it's not like Apple can. I'm not asking Apple to ship new Macs with processors that don't exist, but there are faster versions of the existing processors that have come out since these machines were introduced put those in there doesn't you don't need a media event for it just put some new stuff out let's do it you've got money make it happen back to this tv thing this i was starting to mention that right apple's product placement in tv shows and movies is astounding right would you you've, you've noticed that of course over the years of course every tv show you know the 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 the, the pretty people have macs in particular and Apple doesn't pay for that. A lot of people think that Apple pays for that. Apple doesn't pay for that. And Apple really doesn't even loan stuff out very often. That stuff happens because the people that make the shows are Mac users. And they want, you know, and sometimes, a lot of times, the producers want very pretty hardware to be on people's desks. And, of course, Apple makes the prettiest hardware. But then also the people making the shows, they want they want to showcase the Mac because they like their Macs. Well, these people have been turning away from the Mac in the last 18 months. Let's get into more of that in a moment. We've got Brian Chaffin, sometimes known as Cranky Brian. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com 
slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off the grid mobile survival bug out house that's well equipped and custom built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement, you bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. Why be held hostage by your wireless carrier for two years? What if there were no contracts, no activation fees, no tracking, tracing, or draconian gimmicks? All on America's largest 4G LTE networks. Introducing PixWireless.com. Activate your Sprint, AT&T, and unlock GSM phones instantly. Bring your own device and make the switch today. Here's how. Call or click 1-800-205-9513 or PixWireless.com. Spelled P-I-X. PixWireless.com. Had it been the sweet Paris air permeating the night? The intoxicating way her beauty had overtaken him. Whatever the case back then, Jordan Dunleavy is still in love with the memory of Lauren, the woman he'd lost so many years before. In Bookstore on the Sen, the journey of a conspiracy analyst, author C.L. Hendman, ties conspiracy theories, mystery, irony, and romance into this stimulating novel that masterfully interweaves the past with the present. Available on Amazon and Kindle and at bookstoreonthesen.com. That's S-E-I-N-E dot com. Bookstoreonthesen.com. The following is an incredible, life-changing, free offer for anyone with hearing problems who wants to start hearing more clearly again. We're now offering free in-home trials of a revolutionary hearing breakthrough called Listen Clear to anyone who calls this special toll-free number now, 1-800-719-4926. Call now and you'll also qualify for free shipping. Listen Clear is precisely designed by top audio engineers. It adjusts to let you find the perfect way to hear things crisply and clearly, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And Listen Clear is so small and discreet, people usually don't even notice you're wearing it. And it's so lightweight, you may even forget you're wearing it too. Don't miss this special life-changing opportunity to hear things more clearly again for free with a 100% free in-home trial and free shipping. If you like it, you could even get free batteries for life. For free information, call now. 1-800-719-4926. That's 1-800-719-4926. 1-800-719-4926. Lifetime Gray's 100% grass-fed beef has the health benefits you seek. When compared to conventional beef, it offers good fats while virtually eliminating the bad. That's the result result of cattle who never eat grain, ever. Rich in antioxidants, including vitamin E, C, beta-carotene, and CLA. No artificial hormones, antibiotics, or other drugs. For all our fresh, non-cooked products with only 100% grass-fed beef, go to MidasResources.com. Use voucher code GCN to get 30% off your order. MidasResources.com or find us on Facebook. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next.
We go to product placement in Max. Now, one product out there that's probably very good for product placement, especially on procedural shows, is the Microsoft Surface Studio because you could squeeze it and squish it into all sorts of different configurations. Mm-hmm. So the Surface Studio, mm-hmm. I think, is a really good computer for product placement. I don't know how many of those things Microsoft sells because they started 3,000. Yeah, the Surface Studio has, has got some issues in terms of uh, usability. It is not a perfect machine, but but Microsoft is definitely doing something right there, uh, and it's definitely catching people's attention. and And I completely agree with you. It's a, it's an excellent device for product placement for procedurals, as you mentioned. But you know, any kind of thing where people need to you know, work with computer and do so in a way that looks cutting edge. Uh, and Apple doesn't have anything in that space at this point. And uh, I would imagine that Surface is going to be getting more product placement, at, and it's going to be at the expense of Apple's devices. Let me ask you then very briefly, what are the downsides of the Surface Studio? There's lag with the cursor, I believe, as uh, John Keat was playing with it and talking to me about it. And he was complaining about some of the interface elements in particular some of the, some of the ways that the uh, that the hardware actually worked but he liked the nucleus of what Microsoft was doing but had quibbles with the way some of it actually worked now Microsoft has a tradition of fixing that stuff in the third generation of any given product so you know the Surface Studio might be really good 2 years from now well, that's fairly standard for Microsoft. They're much more into delivering something that isn't quite ready. And then the first generation or two or three owners tend to be the beta testers. Of course, some people yeah. say Apple does the same thing, but not to the same degree. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Regardless, as you say, the Surface Studio is fine for Hawaii Five-0. Now, the Hawaii Five-0, they're using the original Surface, which was that coffee table size display yep and it looks flashy because they want to show this big computerized room where they're tracking crime in hawaii and they've got all this great gear so they went with microsoft i haven't really looked at other shows i see you know a fact here that as we go along since intel came out with this ultrabook specification more and more thin and light notebooks are out there that look like a MacBook Air. So in terms of product placement, the difference isn't that major. There are all-in-one desktop computers. They're not quite like an iMac, but to some degree, they might look close enough. Yeah, it's true. And and the reason why this, this is important is that these sorts of appearances have enormous marketing value to Apple. And it's the sort of it's the sort of thing where you know when we're all barraged by um, constant advertising and constant uh, brand placement and product placement and and these things do have a cumulative effect. And when people see all the pretty people on TV using Macs, it does help contribute to the idea that that Apple's Mac product line is an aspirational brand. Right. The problem is if they're using another company's brand, the distinction isn't well, as obvious. Well, yeah, Apple doesn't get the benefits of that free advertising. But the distinction isn't obvious in another way, too, which is you don't notice that, oh, it's a Dell or it's an HP. It just looks like a PC. Well, that's true. But what you're, not, what you're not noticing is that it's an Apple. Exactly. 
right? For, it might not help Dell and HP to have that product placement because, as you say, people don't really notice it. But what people aren't doing is noticing the Apple brand because it's not there at all. So, for example, product placement. So when you see in the Supergirl TV show, Kara speaking by texting on her telephone to her cousin Superman, the interface is all iPhone. It's all iOS. So there you go. So, for example, when Clark Kent in the first couple of episodes gets a phone call from Perry White, where has he been? Because they introduced Superman and Supergirl this year. The interface with Perry White's name, that's all iPhone. So there is an area where they haven't changed yet. Yeah, and and I'm not saying that every TV show out there is, is abandoning Apple, because that's certainly not happening. I'm just saying that there is... There is um, a cumulative effect for Apple where the Apple has had all this momentum and that momentum is, is shifting. And it's shifting with the tastemakers. And because it's shifting with the tastemakers, it's going to have a trickle-down effect. And I believe that, that, that maintaining its Mac product line to, to stay with the tastemakers has enormous value to Apple above and beyond the actual unit sales. And that if there's any company on the planet that can afford to have a loss leader, it's Apple, right? Apple can afford to have, to, to have the Mac Pro that we want and need and to not make a profit on it. Apple can afford that. And it has benefits. And the benefits are that the, the tastemakers are using it. And the tastemakers make tastes. That's what that's why they're tastemakers. Bah! Cranky. I'm cranky, Gene. I'm cranky. What is Apple doing? <laughs> you know, don't hold back. Don't be so calm and collected about it. It sounds like he's going to jump out of his seat in a minute. You are sitting down now, right, Brian? I am sitting down. I am sitting down. But he's not going to take it sitting down. He's mad as hell and he's not going to take it anymore. No, that's something else. Somebody said that out. You know, they go out the window and they scream. Why don't you go to your window right now? I want you to stand up and go to your window and open the window. No, I don't want to do that. (laughs) There was a bright point this year already. His neighbors are freaking out because Brian Chaffin, every day for the past two weeks, has been going to his window and screaming about Apple at the top of his lungs. Uh, Gene, are you high? I think I already asked that earlier. Apple updated Logic this year. That, to me, was a very reassuring sign. I was very pleased to see that update to to Logic. But what was funny is that Apple actually released a press release for it. And it was just a point update. It was from point two to point three, or point two X to point three. I lost track of the Logic version numbers. It's Logic Pro X. um, It went from 10.2.x to 10.3. It's just a point update, but it was actually a very good point update. And Apple actually put a press release out. And I actually think that that represents Apple acknowledging that it has, right now, that, it, that it's got this perception that it's not doing anything. And so Apple wanted to make say, hey, look, we're doing something. And of all the, of all the software products that Apple should update, like, for instance, give us an iLife update and give us an iWork update, for goodness sake, right? But of all these products that haven't been released or haven't been updated, Logic Pro is one that's nearest and dearest to my heart, and I'm just very happy to see an update to it, and that actually makes me very happy. Okay, so from Cranky Brian, who is screaming out of his window, to almost contented Brian, feeling that Apple has some possibilities. 
that Apple may be chastened this year. Mm, ch- maybe chastened, yeah. I'm not soothed. I don't know what you just said, but I'm not soothed. Most people don't know what I just said. Tell our listeners where they can find more of your stuff. I am the editor-in-chief and co-founder of Mac Observer. That's uh, the Mac Observer at MacObserver.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TM O'Brien, and I'm also the co-host of the Apple Context Machine with Jeff Gannett. You can find us on Twitter, too. If you look for Tech Night Owl, look for Tech Night Owl on Twitter. We also have another radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night called The Powercast at Powercast.com. And this weekend with Joshua P. Warren, I think we're going to focus on things that go bump in the night and the nature of reality at Powercast.com. In this reality, we have a special feature of the show called Tech Night Owl Plus at plus.technighthowl.com. That's plus.technighthowl.com. We offer a commercial-free version of this show with better quality audio. And if you really, really, really and truly want to support this show, this is the way to do it. The prices are cheap. They start at just $1.49 a week. Tech Night Owl Plus at plus.technighthowl.com. Brian Chaffin was a good sport because I was kind of egging him on there. Thank you for joining <laughs> us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me, G Man. It was great to be here. The Tech Night Out Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.